Welcome to Planet Classroom. I am Orb. Join me as your virtual guide on a journey of global learning called Planet Classroom. You will hear stories from artists, musicians, dancers, technologists, game makers, filmmakers, innovators, and creators of all kinds from around the world. It's time to engage our imaginations, share our ideas, and explore solutions for a brighter future for all. Our planet is a classroom where learning together brings us together. Today on Planet Classroom, we will travel around the world, from India to Kyrgyzstan, to Australia and many other nations, to speak to the directors of five films now showing on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel. We are joined by youth critics who will share their perspectives on these stories that change our lives. Stephen Hawking and Me is a short, heartwarming film that spotlights Devraj, a young sixth grade boy in New Delhi's school system, whose dream is to become a scientist like Stephen Hawking. The film, directed by Christopher Carpenter, reflects on the idea that you can make a dream come true if you embrace, not fear it. और फिर भी वो अपनी हिम्मत करके जैसे स्टीफन हॉकिंग व्हीलचेयर में बैठ के अपने सारे काम करता है ऐसी तेजस में एक क्षमता है मतलब वो उसके अंदर फोकस आता है कि मैं कर सकता हूँ वो वो विकलांग होके भी हमारा इतनी हिम्मत रख रहा है कि साधारण बच्चों के साथ पढ़ रहा तो ये भी एक बहुत बड़ी बात होती है दोस्ती तो ये होती है जो जीना सिखाती है आई एम क्रिस्टफर कार्पेंटर एंड आई एम ऑन प्लान क्लासरूम आई थिंक The most important thing that an audience can take away from this film is an acknowledgement or a sense of awareness of the immense power of storytelling. But what's really interesting, though, is when stories work on a sort of subconscious level. Um, Devraj and Tejas's friendship is covered in the film, something I think both of them really truly cherish. But after spending some time with Devraj and hearing him talk. And express his feelings. I had a hunch that whenever he spoke of the inspiration he got from this story of a differently abled person with immense courage to overcome challenges and impact his world, I think maybe sometimes he wasn't talking just about Stephen Hawking. Maybe he was, maybe he was talking about Tejas, you know, knowingly or not. I think both of these stories of the great scientist. And of the classroom friend, had equal but equally immense impact. I think it's incredibly important that diversity be not only included in storytelling for all ages, but especially for young people, but also openly and meaningfully addressed and discussed, because our world is diverse. It is. Be it something physical or ideological or whatever, we all encounter people throughout our lives who are different from us, and a rejection of those differences, or worse, a condemnation, simply breeds misunderstanding and apprehension and even hostility. 
imbuing in young people the mechanisms to navigate differences in a healthy manner starts with the head-on recognition of diversity. My name is John Conlow. I am from New Jersey, and I'm on Planet Classroom. I would say one thing that moved me and Stephen Hawking and me was that a famous scientist struggled in his daily life and still achieved success. This showed me to keep working towards my goals, even with obstacles in the way. This story can motivate uninspired students to have that courage. Don't miss 106 Days, now showing on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel. An invigorating visual collection of incredible moments captured by filmmaker Claire Imler on her voyage to nine countries around the world. Through her vignettes, Claire allows us to see how she interacts with the locals and experience how others live their lives. Hi, my name is Claire Immler and I am on Planet Classroom. Today more than ever I feel as there are so many accessible ways to connect with individuals all over the world. And that's always been one of the most magical parts of social media for me. As I started to get more curious about the world around me through these mediums I was able to find so many answers. But once I started traveling to these countries I realized that while social media is amazing, it can also be very dangerous in the perspectives it sometimes gives us on certain countries and how it can depict totally false pictures of what a culture is like. So while I was traveling, I learned that it is so important to go into new experiences and new places with an open mind and allow myself to make my own opinions. So while creating this film during my travels, I just wanted to show the beauty of all these countries from a very neutral perspective. It's easy to fall into the idea that one's way of going about their life is the correct way. I think it's a natural human instinct to strive away from what makes you uncomfortable. But through traveling, I learned that being open-minded was one of the biggest blessings ever. By allowing yourself to dive in deeper into new cultures and traditions, to hear new perspectives and experience more types of lifestyles, you will learn so much about the real world outside of your comfort bubble. As a filmmaker and storyteller, I fell in love with travel because there is so much to learn and so many stories to be told. It made me realize that before, I tended to ignore problems that didn't affect me and it was so easy to de dehumanize headlines that felt so far from my own reality. But after traveling, my perspective completely changed and so now I hope to continue sharing stories from around the world and share the beauty and uniqueness of our world. My name is Sophia Rosenblatt. I am from Chile and I am on Planet Classroom. When watching 106 Days, I realized that there can be so much beauty in our cultural differences and that even the daily tasks that we do can give deep insight into who we are. All countries have something special about them, something that makes them unique. And although we are all united as the human race, we all have something different to offer to the world. We may not notice it in our everyday lives, but we all add into our culture and we all contribute to the world. We as young people should learn to admire and respect our differences 
while still feeling united as humans who share the same planet. Let's travel to Kyrgyzstan to hear from Alina Kashmatova, director of The Letter. This moving, short, subtitled film was awarded the Best Film Award in the 14- to 15-year-old category at the Make Cinema Student Filmmaking Competition as part of the International Kids Film Festival. It is the world's largest children's film festival. My name is Alina Koshmatova, I am from Kyrgyzstan and I am on Planet Classroom. To create the story, I was inspired by the tragic incident that happened in a printing house in Moscow in 2016, where women from Kyrgyzstan were killed in a fire. Based on this, I invented a story about the children of one of those women and showed how they lived in their homeland without their mother. In our country, you can often meet children whose parents go abroad to earn a living. This topic really touched me. I put myself in the shoes of these children and created a short film dedicated to the children of migrants. Family above all for Kyrgyz nation. Family relationship is very strong. Parents have to be separated from their children only in extremely exceptional cases. In my country, the unemployment rate is very high. Salaries are low. Many people cannot find a proper job. Thus, they have to work in another country to provide their children with clothing and food. In my film, I wanted to show the love and care between mother and child. Despite of being apart for so long, they support each other in letters. I like to take close-ups of people because in this way, in my opinion, you can convey more emotion. My lens is designed just for portraits and the whole film was shot with it. The emotions of the main character were supposed to convey all the pain of losing her mother as well as the happiness of the young sister's support. My name is Patricia Pahinag and I am on Planet Classroom. Growing up, my father worked in Hawaii, United States, while my mom and I stayed in the Philippines. Every few weeks, my dad would call and ask us how we were doing, similar to how the mom in the film wrote her letters. I remember responding the same way the daughter did, ensuring my dad that we were all doing okay. Watching the daughter read that notification letter made me realize how, as a child, I never considered how my dad was doing abroad. I took for granted what he was doing for us to survive, as we relied heavily on his support. There is definitely nothing more valuable than a family bond that can overcome thousands of miles in time. I am very much lucky and grateful to have been able to eventually migrate to the States with my family and now support my extended family back in my home country. It is important that we spend time with one another, forgive and take care of one another. Especially with how the world is going right now, I say treat each day like it is the last time we will ever see each other. 
That was probably one of the hardest things I had to do in my life. Because it's still not going to bring my child back. If it takes till the day of my passing, I'm going to get justice. In the summer of 2018, 23-year-old Duan Armstrong was serving weekends for a burglary conviction. But one weekend, he never came home. Thus began his mother, Barbara Doss's journey for truth and justice. Winner of the BAFTA Student Film Award for Documentary, What Happened to Duan Armstrong is directed by Lucas Gilkey. My name is Lucas Gilkey, and I'm on Planet Classroom. There is a growing movement today to challenge the unilateral power of sheriffs across the country. There are over 3,000 county sheriffs in this country, and they're often elected with little to no opposition, which results in very few checks and balances on their power. After Dewan Armstrong died, his mother Barbara was not even able to get the coroner's report or any clear answers to how he died. She didn't begin receiving any of this information until about one year later, after prosecutors chose to not file any criminal charges against the deputies. During that year, California actually implemented a new law requiring law enforcement officers to release body camera footage when officers commit acts of violence, but in Dewan's case, it was too little, too late. My hope is that films like these galvanize people, reach their emotional core, their intellectual curiosity, their rage at injustice. Films have a unique way of bringing together our left and right brains through storytelling and provide a powerful jumping off point for movement organizing. My hope is that films like these can move a wide range of people, including legislators. My name is Matthew Wogan, and I'm on Planet Classroom. The biggest thing about this film that inspired me was the mother of Duan being strong enough to tell this story. No parent should ever have to bury a child. Her strength and perseverance to, to right this wrong of her son's death is inspiring. My biggest takeaway for, from this film is always stand up to injustice. Even when it feels like a losing battle, never give up. Remember the bingle jingle? Inviting the world to mix and mingle where a fair go was your welcome mat. Unless you're of caramel descent, then ain't nobody got time for that. When idiots spit Osama bin Laden at my brother, I'm confused as to why. On Australia Day, when the night sky spews bigot bile, I'm left traumatised. When a teen rips off my uncle's turban, I'm an enraged flame of pain and shame and sorrow. For tomorrow, when a hooning ute throws a rotten peach at my dad and screams, Go home, you bloody terrorist! We've been right at home for the past 150 years. I'm not the one that's a freak. I'm fully sick. Winner of Peace, a short film shot in Melbourne, Australia, is the story of a young Sikh poet named Sukjit Kaur Khalsa, who uses her spoken word to address the discrimination faced by Sikhs and other minorities in her community. The film is co-produced and co-directed by Marissa Kelly. My name is Marissa Kelly, and I'm on Planet Classroom. 
Sukjit's story was so interesting to us because of these complicated responses her spoken word brought to her. On one hand, it was a way for her to craft her ideas and thoughts and express herself in a way that could be shared with her own voice to a large audience. And her messages often got through to those audiences with overwhelming positivity and support. But on the other hand, some of her own community took her spoken word as criticism and responded to her poorly because of it, which made her feel alienated from them. Ultimately, spoken word is a powerful form of expression for her that empowers her, and that's why she sticks with it despite the challenges that came with it. Sukjit's spoken word proved to us that no matter the backlash she might have faced, her words and art will still reach the audience that it needs to. Unfortunately, we know that girls and women still receive types of harsh criticism that men won't, but a strong community like Sukjit finds in her spoken word community and a sense of self that come with that are ultimately the most important things. And that's what we hope that young girls and women can take away from this. We certainly did. We actually didn't spend too much time with Sukji and her father, but from my memory, it seemed like kind of a touchier and complicated subject, but that's like all of our relationships with our parents. Ultimately, Sukji felt like she was having trouble figuring out the expectations coming from her family and community along with who she is outside of them. But on top of that, she knows that her parents love and support her. They just seem to show it in a different way than she would. My name is Berenice Manzano, and I am on Planet Classroom. One thing that really struck me was how Sukji described her journey into accepting her unique identity. As a woman of color myself, It's difficult to come to terms with one's physical and cultural differences to other people in my own community. Being a first-generation Mexican-American, the constant love-hate relationship one has with one's identity and community becomes an internal struggle one has to come to terms with and embrace. For any youth that watch this film, it's very helpful in realizing how difficult it is for people of color and mostly white communities to come to terms with their distinct identities. We shouldn't be ashamed nor frightened from embracing our unique identities, and I think Sukji does a great job in showing how one can implement and embrace one's identity. Don't miss Stories That Change Our Lives. Stephen Hawking and Me, 106 Days. The Letter, What Happened to Duan Armstrong, and Winner of Peace. Now screening on the Planet Classroom Network YouTube channel. Our special thanks to all the film's directors and our youth voices, John, Sophia, Patricia, Matthew, and Berenice, who joined us on the show today. That's all, my human friends, for this week. I leave you with a reminder to explore your world, express yourself, discover Create and use your imagination. Until next time, be kind, be curious, and thank you for listening. Goodbye.